Hey ladies, the Beautiful Movement now has their summer box available for pre-sale. This means that you have the chance to sign up before these boxes sell out again. If you have not had the opportunity to get one of these boxes, grab your box today. These boxes are becoming so popular, they're actually selling out. The theme in this box is Walking with Jesus, a box that will help you grow deeper with God this summer. It's the perfect summer starter kit that you don't want to miss. Head on over to www.jointhebeautifulmovement.com to sign up today. Be sure to use the discount code UNCOMMONTEEN, all one word, for 15% off your first box. You can also follow The Beautiful Movement on Instagram at the underscore beautiful underscore movement. Ladies, you don't want to miss this. Welcome to the Uncommon Teen Podcast, the podcast for Christian teen girls. It is my heart to help you all overcome the real life challenges that you're facing, but in a way that stays true to who God created you to be. I'm your host and life coach, Jamie Kirshner, and I'm so excited to be here with you today. So there's a trend that I've noticed over the past three years with coaching Christian teen girls. About 95% of the girls that I have coached have a challenge with reading the Bible daily. I know if these girls are struggling, there are probably a whole lot more of you who are struggling as well. A couple weeks ago, I decided to do some research, and this is what I found 60% of American Christians either rarely read their Bibles or never read their Bibles. That means only 40% read their Bibles regularly. 39% of Christian teens worldwide, not just in America, do not believe that Jesus was crucified. 50% of Christian teens, again worldwide, do not believe that Jesus rose from the dead. You may have heard me say this a couple weeks ago on the podcast, but ladies, those two things, Jesus being crucified on a very cruel cross with our sins, going down into the heart of hell, raising again from the dead, that is at the core of what Christians believe. So if 50% of Christians don't believe that, we've got a problem. And then the last statistic I want to share with you is this. Only 12% of Christians who go to church Read their Bible daily. So think about that. 12 out of every 100 people that you see at your church read their Bible every single day. Now, ladies, if this is you, if you struggle to read your Bible, you're not alone. As I shared, 95% of the girls that I've coached over the past three years struggled with this too. So let's talk about why. Why are we struggling so much with reading our Bible every single day? Here are seven reasons why. Number one, we don't have time. That is probably the number one reason why I hear that teens don't read the Bible. And this next one is number two. We don't understand what it says when we do read it. Number three, we don't know where to start. Do I start from the beginning? Do I start from a certain book? Do I just open it up and just read wherever my hand lands? Number four, we find it boring. Number five, Maybe we don't like reading or we have trouble reading. Number six, oh, we already know everything. I mean, we grew up in church. Come on now. And then number seven, we don't think it's still relevant to us today. We think it's outdated. So those first two reasons, we don't have time. We don't understand what it says. Those are the top two reasons that I hear from Christian teen girls, just like you, of why they are not reading their Bible. But before we go any further, let's talk about why it's so important to read our Bibles. Because if we don't understand why it's important, 
Of course, we're not going to read it. And of course, we're not going to be spending time daily in the Word of God. The reason why it's important to read our Bible is it's not just a whole bunch of information. It can actually transform your life. If you have areas in your life where you are struggling, maybe you struggle with anger issues. Maybe you struggle with big emotions. Maybe you struggle with depression or anxiety. Maybe you struggle with secret sins. Maybe you struggle with not being obedient or respectful to your parents. (laughs) Whatever it may be that you are struggling with, The Bible can actually take you out of that struggle and make you free. Another reason why it's so important that we read the Bible is if we want to know God, we have to know his word. Many people say that they struggle with God talking to them or knowing what God is saying to them or hearing from God. And the biggest reason that they struggle is because they don't know what God sounds like because they haven't spent time in his word. Just like prayer is you talking to God, the Bible is God talking to you. John 10, 27 says that as his sheep, we hear his voice and we follow him. Now, you might be like, well, I'm not a sheep. Well, basically what that means is that we are his disciple. We follow Jesus. We love Jesus. We've made him Lord of our life. I want you to think about it this way. So if we are his disciples, if we call him Lord, We should be able to hear his voice and know that it is him that's talking to us. Think about it this way. If some random stranger walks up to your house and you're out in the yard playing with your animals, I don't know what you're doing, (laughs) and they begin to call out to you and say, hey, come here. Hey, I need you to do something for me. Are you going to walk up to them like you know them? Be like, oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm going to do this for you. Hopefully not. Hopefully, if there's some random stranger, you're going to be a little cautious. (laughs) However, if it was your parents calling your name or your friend calling your name, you would go to them because you know their voice, right? The same is true of Jesus. When we know what he sounds like because we spent time in his word, we listen and we follow him. If we don't get into the Bible, we are not going to know what his voice sounds like. Another reason that it's important for us to read the Bible is because Hebrews 4.12 tells us that the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword. When we know the Bible, it becomes alive in us. It transforms our lives as we talked about a minute ago. When it says sharper than any two-edged sword, a two-edged sword is a sword that has a blade, a sharp blade on both sides. So like most knives, they have a sharp blade on one side, while a two-edged sword has a sharp blade on both sides. And what that two-edged sword is for is one of those sides is to keep the devil in his place. God has given you authority of the devil. You can tell him to leave. You can tell him to not mess with you. You can tell him to get away. You have authority to do that when you know what the word of God says. For example, The word of God says in Psalm 107.20 that God sent forth his word and he healed us. 1 Peter 2.24 tells us that Jesus bore our sins in his own body so that we could die to our sins and live to righteousness. That's being in right standing with God. And because we are dead to our sins and now we're right with God, it was by Jesus' stripes, the ones that he took on his back when he was beaten as he went to that cross, that we can claim our healing. And so when you know what the Bible says about healing, you can tell the enemy, enemy, you leave. 
The Bible says that I am healed. It says that I am made whole. And so I can walk in healing. The symptoms that I'm resisting, the pain that I'm resisting, they are no longer allowed in my body. They must go. But you can't take that authority and you can't be confident in what the Bible says if you don't know what the Bible says. The second side of that double-edged sword is for your healing. Exactly what I just talked about. Not necessarily just healing in your physical body, but it could be also healing from that secret sin, overcoming that secret sin that you might be walking through. It might be healing from anxiety or whatever it is that you're walking through. If you don't know the word of God, those areas where you're hurting and struggling will never be healed because the enemy is going to keep coming at you and he's going to keep winning. God's word is not just a bunch of rules. It's not just a bunch of information that doesn't apply to your life. It's not a bunch of stuff that's outdated and it doesn't matter to you. The Bible changes our lives for the better. I know. I know who I was before I met Jesus and I was a mess. I walked through my teen years. I didn't give my life to the Lord until I was 17 years old. And I walked through my teen years completely broken, completely dark. I could not even feel anything emotionally anymore because I was so emotionally numb. I used to self-harm just so I could try to feel something. I hated who I was. I felt like everybody who was supposed to love me, like my family, didn't love me or they would leave me. And like these were all the negative things that I was feeling during my teen years. And then when I met Jesus, when I was 17 years old, he changed my life. When I heard the good news of what Jesus did for me on the cross and how much he actually loved me, I couldn't believe it. It blew my mind, still blows my mind today that God could love somebody like me. But he does. And his word changes people. But how does it change our life? How does the Bible come alive in us? The only way that the Bible can come alive in us and change our lives is by us getting into the word of God. So let's talk about those seven reasons a little bit more and talk about what we can do in order to help us overcome those reasons that we may not be reading the Bible. So number one, we don't have time. How do we make time to spend in the Bible? One rule, I heard my pastor say this many years ago, and I adopted this, and this has helped me so much is he says, Bible before breakfast. If you don't eat breakfast, think about it as no Bible, no food. So you're not going to eat until you've had your Bible. Just like your physical body needs food to live and thrive and grow, your spirit on the inside of you has to have spiritual food in order to live and grow. And that spiritual food is the word of God. So no Bible, no food. And then once you spent that time in your Bible, then go eat. I want to encourage you, if you are struggling with getting into the Bible every single day, a lot of times we struggle because it's like, there's so much to read. I don't know if I have time, right? That's what we're talking about. I want to encourage you to just spend five minutes in the Word of God. If you're struggling, no more. Five minutes, that's it. Read a couple verses at a time and ask yourself, what does this mean? How can I apply it to my life? It is way better to read two verses and get a lot out of those two verses than to read a whole chapter for an hour or whatever (laughs) and get nothing out of it. It's okay to read your Bible for five minutes. Start there, five minutes. Number two, 
We don't understand what the Bible has to say. Find a version of the Bible that is easier for you to read. Two versions that I really like because they're just easier to read and they're pretty accurate are the New Living Translation or the English Standard Version. Now, I also do read a lot out of the New King James as well, but when I'm kind of struggling with what a verse is saying, I'll go to the New Living Translation or the English Standard Translation or look at all three just to figure out, okay, what is this verse really saying? Number three, we don't know where to start. It's a really massive book. Where do we start in the Bible? Normally, when you read a book, you start from the very beginning. But with the Bible, if you are just starting out, I actually want to encourage you not to start from the very beginning right away. (laughs) But where I would encourage you to start is either in the book of John. One thing I love about John is he understood how much God loves him, so much so that he even called himself the disciple that Jesus loved. So the book of John is a great place to start. The book of Ephesians is a great place to start. Or if you're dealing a lot with anxiety or stress or depression, one book that's actually really good to start reading is the book of Psalms. All right, number four, we find it boring. Now, if you're reading the Bible just to check off a list, okay, read my Bible today, I'm done. Read my Bible today, I'm done. Of course, it's going to be boring. (laughs) When you read your Bible, think about it, ask questions. How does this apply to my life? What can I do? What can I learn from this? What is God saying here? And when you start to think about it and ask those questions, watch how it comes to life for you. All right. The fifth reason for not reading the Bible is we don't like to read or we have trouble reading. I have talked to several girls who do have trouble reading. When I was in middle school, I had trouble with understanding anything that I read. I had terrible reading comprehension skills. I actually had to go to special classes for them to help me to learn how to read and how to understand what I was reading. It was a huge struggle. Actually, I could read better after that class, but still comprehension was something I struggled with a lot. So I get it. So if that's you, I encourage you to download a Bible app like the version Bible app, Y-O-U version Bible app. And I really like that Bible app because there's just so many amazing things. If you want to look up verses on something that you're walking through or dealing with, you can actually plug in that keyword and find all the verses that talk about that. But also what I love about it, I know if you download the English Standard Version, it will also read it to you. So you can read it yourself or it will play it for you so that you can hear it. So if you have trouble reading, listen to the Bible. As long as you're getting it in you every single day, like I said, even five minutes, as long as you're getting it in you, that is what matters the most. All right, so number six, we think we know everything already because we grew up in church. If that is where you are and that is your thought process, that's a really scary place to be. Remember that verse that we read in Hebrews 4.12 that said the Bible is living and active? The Bible is alive. The Bible is something that we call progressive revelation. The more you read it, the more that it is revealed to you. For example, when you first meet me, you find out, Hey, your name is Jamie Kirshner. But as you talk to me more, you might find out that I've been in youth ministry for over 20 years. Oh, that's awesome. Jamie is in youth ministry. But as you begin to get to know me a little bit more and you talk to me a little bit more, you find out, hey, she does a podcast for Christian teen girls. That's pretty awesome. So now I know that her name is Jamie, that she's been in youth ministry over 20 years. Now I know that she has a podcast. 
and she's a life coach. How cool is that? And so as you get to know me over time, you find out more about me and then it changes what you originally thought about me was just my name was Jamie Kirshner, right? So now you know all these different things about me, the more that you get to know me. The Bible is the same way. You might start out reading the Bible and thinking, oh, this is great. But then in another verse, you're like, oh, wait, okay, this makes this other verse make even more sense. And so one thing I've learned over the past 20 years of being a Christian is the more that I know about the Bible, the more I realize I need to know. (laughs) I haven't even scratched the surface to the revelations that God is going to give me. This is why it's also so important not to solely rely off of your pastor and what he teaches. Absolutely. If he's teaching the word of God, listen to him, grow from what he's sharing, but don't just rely solely on your pastor. Get into the word of God for yourself because God wants to talk directly to you through his word. And then the last reason that we struggle with reading the Bible is we think that the Bible is outdated. And now this kind of ties into the last answer. I mean, it just kind of blows my mind. Okay, so the Bible was written about 6,000 years ago, and it was transforming lives about 6,000 years ago, and it still transforms lives today. That shows you that there is something special, something unique, something amazing about the Word of God. It is the only book that is a living book that can read every single one of us right where we're at and still lead us into freedom. John 8, 31 and 32 tells us that when we abide or we live or we make it a habit to get into the word of God, we've made it a habit to get into the word of God. Now it lives in us. John 8, 32 goes on to say, now is that truth that we know on the inside of us that makes us free in every area of our life. Like I said earlier, if you're struggling with depression or anxiety or secret sins or being disrespectful to your parents, if you want to be free, how you get free is by getting into the word of God. And as I shared earlier, I would not be where I am today if it wasn't for the Bible making me free in every area of my life. Now, am I saying I'm perfect? No, (laughs) absolutely not. I mess up But the good news is, is we can go to God, ask for forgiveness, and he forgives us. And so we can continue to grow and to learn. So my challenge for you this week is this. As we start off today, January 1st, 2024, let's challenge ourselves to get into the Bible every single day for just five minutes. Now, if you can do more, if you've grown in your walk with God where you are doing more, That is absolutely amazing, but I want to encourage you to read the Bible for at least five minutes every single day. We all can take five minutes at the beginning of the day, maybe even before you go to the bathroom in the morning. Five minutes. That's it. Just five minutes. And I will tell you, if you get into the Bible every single day this year, five minutes a day, you will be amazed at how your life has changed at the end of 2024. Now, if you miss a day, don't beat yourself up. Pick up your Bible the next day and keep going. See how long you can go without missing a single day. All right, ladies, you've got this and I believe in you and I'm so excited to hear the stories of how God's word is changing your life. Now I want you to repeat after me and I want you to mean it with all your heart. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me. 
All right, ladies, just a couple quick announcements before we go. Ladies, let's sport that Uncommon Teen merchandise. Let's get out there and share the good news of Jesus with those around us. It's to share the Uncommon Teen podcast with all of those around you. Second, don't forget to grab the January box from the beautiful movement. Oh my goodness. These boxes are such a blessing. You don't want to miss out on it. To grab your merch, head on over to uncommonteen.com and click on the tab that says store. All right, ladies, have an amazing rest of your day and we'll see you back here next time. Ladies, I hope that this episode helped you today. I hope that you know how incredibly loved by God that you really are. Repeat after me. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me. All right, ladies, I would love to personally invite you to join us this July 19th and 20th for Uncommon Teen Live 2024. Woohoo! Being a teen girl today is tough. Being a Christian teen girl today is even more challenging. But God has given you everything you need to not just survive this crazy world, but to soar. At this year's conference, we're going to be talking about how to become free from anything that is holding you back from being all that it is that God has created you to be. And for those of you who have not been to Uncommon Teen Live before, you get to be a part of our live Ask Me Anything session. Ladies, throughout the whole conference, I have a box set up where you can ask your questions. And then on Saturday, the second day of the conference, we set aside a special session just to answer as many questions as we possibly can. And ladies, I would love to invite you to be a part of our live podcast recording at the conference venue itself. Ladies, last year we tried this and I don't know what happened, but the recording disappeared. This year it's not happening. We are going to record live and in person at Uncommon Teen Live, and I would love for you all to be a part of this episode. So if you have not gotten your tickets yet, head on over to Uncommon Teen Live, grab your tickets today. And real quick, I just want to say thank you to those of you who prayed for us about our venue. After a couple of venues fell through for Uncommon Teen Live, I knew that God was going to do something big. And he really was. He was working behind the scenes even when we didn't see it. We found a venue that is amazing. The owners are amazing. They love the heart behind Uncommon Teen. I'm so excited because there's something even better that I want to share with you, but I can't share with you yet. Ah. (laughs) So stay tuned because I've got some really awesome news about this conference that you're going to love. So I just want to say again, thank you so much for your prayers. Know that they are heard, that God listens to you, and I'm just excited. Continue to pray over this event. God is going to do something miraculous, and I am so excited to get to be a part of it. All right, ladies, have an amazing rest of your week, and we'll see you back here next time.